This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Crazy Train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. That's right, folks. Get your ticket punched. Have a seat on the Crazy Train with Danny Bush and Tommy the True Newbauer. We are here every Saturday morning taking this wild ride through Wisconsin's great outdoors from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. every Saturday morning. Here on 105.7 FM, The Fan, and Sports Radio, 1250 AM. So tune us in, either AM or FM. And uh, if you got any questions or comments, 414-799-1250. Or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Anyway, uh, one last tidbit. As as uh, Paul Harvey used to say the rest of the story, and I know I'm going to embarrass my friend, the no-name bookie, about this because he usually listens to the show. Yep. But, you know, he's Italian. And I know it's a stereotype that Italians talk, use their hands a lot when they talk. Well, as he's driving, he's using his hands a lot. And I kept saying, keep your hands on the wheel. <laughs> he's using his hands a lot. <laughs> oh, goodness. And, and the, yeah, all well, most of your friends are like Italian, and uh, I don't know how come you're not Italian. Yeah, but I'm talking most of your boyhood lifelong friends. Did you no. grow up in a part of the neighborhood no. where it was all like no, Italian? Actually, these guys city? are these guys are friends from late, later on. My my the my friends from younger days. You know, some of them have, are dead. Right. Some of them moved away. You know, yeah. so you know that's just the way it goes. Some are in prison. They're just not around, just you know. Around. Yeah, just not around. So, because you used to run with kind of a, a rough, rough crowd oh, no, there. No, no, no. They, back they, in the day, they were nice guys. Yeah, when they you told nice. me how you were outside the high school, you guys would be out <laughs> leaning against the side of the car with a cigarette with the white T-shirts, like like some, like some old uh, American graffiti movie, <laughs> we, drinking a beer we, with with a smoke no, pack of smokes I, rolled I, up I, by, your, just, by your by your. Yeah, arm I'll, have smoking I'll, one at the same time I'll, I'll tell you yeah th- this is the only story i'm going to tell you I, we went went to washington well the first high school i went to uh they asked me to leave after a year and a half they didn't have a sense of humor so then i was at washington what high school talking about where i wanted to go in the first place sure. to washington and i'll never forget it one time i forget what it was in early in the afternoon and 
my friend and I, you know, we decided to, I was parked across the street and him and I were, <laughs> these were different days back then, you know, we were having a beer and a smoke standing by the side of the yeah. like 62 There's Nova. A and, couple of, uh, couple of overachievers and, out yeah, there at exactly. the old high school. And from up on, I think it was like the third floor, the window opens up and the teacher's hollering at us to get into class. I won't say our name. You know, he hollered our names. Get up here. New get bar. in the class. And get your. <laughs> get up here. And we just, like, held the beer and went up, give him a little toast, you know. See, that's that's where they needed, like, the, the principal in Back to the Future, the one bald guy that would go, McFly, yeah. you're a slacker. Yeah. I remember your old man. He was a slacker, too. That's yeah. when there were principals like that back in the day who weren't yeah. afraid to yell at kids. Yeah, oh, no, there were teachers that were Now they just call the parents. Back then, yeah. I remember my sixth grade... Uh, no, third grade principal, Mr. Baruki, he grabbed three of us and jacked us up and shoved us up against the wall in his office. Oh. We were all three of us, and he chewed us out. He says, there's three guys on my list, and you are the three. <laughs> oh, yeah, three I got Miss Falk sent us all down to third grade yeah. teacher. I, I don't know what I was. I just well, had a lot of energy back then. I wasn't a bad kid. No, me neither. No, me neither. We just were in the wrong places at the wrong time. You know, yeah. that's all. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, what was I going to tell you? Um, oh, did you go goose hunting this week? Tomorrow. You're going tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. Yep, we're going to be out lawn, there. You got your lawn chair ready? <laughs> Matter of fact, I do. In fact, I was thinking, Is that the Tom, chair in the back of your truck? You're nope. instead of instead of taking <laughs> Instead of taking just the folding one that you sit upright yeah. at a 90-degree angle, yeah. I, I think I'm going to take the one that you can recline oh, all the way, like the one you'd like use on a beach. lounge. Yeah, yeah and then lounge. I can just lay back and kind of take a nap. Yeah. And uh, and just have the guys wake me up. Yeah, when they but, holler, yes. Well, normally it's kind of nice. I'm I've got pretty good hearing. I was normally the first guy picking up on them last year. I'd hear, you kind of hear in the faint. You hear mm-hmm. in the distance. Uh, yeah. Hold on, I'll see if I can do my goose as good as a girl. No, that's not too well, good. That's I know what you mean. In the distance, the though, you just hear a and, little. And you little wonder, bit. Tom. Yeah. You wonder whether am I imagining it or not? Because mm-hmm. you want to hear it. So much, but then you imagine it once, you imagine it twice, and the third time you're like, you're like, you're raising your finger, you're raising your hand, waving at the other guys as they're chatting yeah, yeah. in the lawn yeah, like, chairs. Keep quiet. Keep quiet. Be, and you're like, yeah. shh, shh, quiet. And then yeah. everybody kind of, and then it's nice because when you can clearly hear them, nobody says a word. Yeah. Everybody stands up out of their lawn chair mm-hmm. and gets ready. I lean against a tree and get ready for them to come. And it's fun watching them coming on in. They come in and land. And then all heck breaks loose, and we start blasting geese, mm-hmm. and hopefully I can take them to our friends at Bucky's. Oh, yeah. look at Greg. He's a happy little guy over there. If I can get those goose breasts and take them to Bucky's and get some bunch of sticks Jalapeno made. cheddar sticks. Jalapeno cheddar. What's the other ones? Bacon, I... bacon and cheddar is the other one that's really good. Bacon and cheddar, I'm thinking, but... I'm How wanting... about jalapeno bacon and cheddar? Throw them all together. Well, listen, I'll just go... <laughs> and hopefully they're open tomorrow... I don't Bucky's. know. Maybe if Bucky's is listening, they can, they can tell give us, us if they're call. open on Bucky's Sundays. Give us a call if uh, <laughs> they're going to be open tomorrow, probably or Monday. But I'm thinking I got to get them there tomorrow because they, I'm sure they want to. I'm be. sure they're open on Sunday. They got it. But be. Labor Day Monday, maybe they want to. You know, unless that's Monday a big... they might be off. But maybe everybody just gets your stuff on Sunday. You know, for Labor Day if they're going to. Unless go to... there's some last minute people want to grill on Monday. I don't know. Okay. Well, hopefully, I, hopefully we'll get. Well, you can't need to get some duck. What duck? You need to get duck. some ducks. What's the name of the duck? 
I can't think. The, the, the. Come on, folks in the audience, help me out. It, the, they're the ducks that are farm raised. They're sold you, uh, in all the. They're sold in pick and save. Do you buy them in the dairy section, wherever. then, Tom? If no. it's farm raised, well, no. Where they're, do you buy they're, the ducks? They're, they're I, in I don't the, see they're duck. In, they're in the meat section. I see turkey. They're in I the see meat. fish. They're in the meat section. I see chicken. They're right down I from the seen frozen. Duck. They're right down from the frozen turkeys. They're right there. Every store has got some ducks, and I can't think of the name. Are they <laughs> breasted? No, it's duck? a whole duck. It's a whole duck. Yeah. Wrapped up like like you'd buy a turkey. Yeah, yeah exactly. A whole duck plucked and everything. Yep. And so, mm-hmm. you know, so you got that. And yep. then and then you bake the duck? No, I, I usually like to smoke it. Well, you Pecking? smoke the duck. What? Pecking duck? No, no. That's Peking, by Peking, the way. Peking, Peking. Peking duck is a, a, a way Come of, on, of cooking. Uh, it's a way of cooking the <laughs> Are duck. Are there two E's there? Yeah. Okay. We got some help. Money. It's a short. Here we go. We got some help coming. We got the phone lines lit up, Danny. People are gonna help out old Tommy the truth. Yes, that's it. Thank you. The caller just called and said it's Muscovy duck. Muscovy. Muscovy duck. Oh, it's Mark from Smokies. You know the technicians. (laughs) Let me tell you what. The technicians at Smokies are. Geniuses. They it, are not only it, do they know they're fishing, they know everything. Yeah. Good morning, Mark. Thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. I thought Al Shook would beat me to that one. Yeah, well, there's a couple other people on hold <laughs> that they were calling, but yes. You're Muscovy right, Al would know duck. that for sure. I knew it you're began right, with an M and I kept thinking Merganser, and I'm going, No, it's not Merganser, <laughs> but it begins with an M. Hey, yeah. uh, you know, I know you told us last week, but for those uh listeners who didn't hear it. When is the Three Charlie Muskie Tournament held out of Smokey's Muskie Shop? When is that taking place? Saturday, October 21st. Okay. So, and we'll take uh, take applications anytime. Okay, and that's how much a team is that? It's 150. Okay, 150 a team. They get the applications with all the rules and regulations right there at Smokey's, right? Correct, Amundo. All right. Uh, you got a little cookout afterward, the tournament? Oh, yeah. We oh. serve some food and. Uh, some adult beverages. All right. And then everybody can commiserate about the ones they saw, the ones they lost. And the guys who caught them can brag a little Maybe bit. Maybe Tom can bring some of his smoked Muscovy duck for no, everybody. No, 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 no. No? No, you no, got, no. You got a second here? Years ago yeah. when uh, I had at one time four German short hair pointer, pointers uh, going at one time. And we did a lot of pheasant hunting. And I was out, I don't know exactly where, um, on a farm. And one of my dogs runs over the top of the hill, back towards the farm, and I kind of hear a commotion in his chicken pen, coop, whatever, and <laughs> the dog comes back with a Muscovy duck. In his <laughs> <laughs> Drops it by my feet, turns around, and starts running back to where he was. <laughs> and when I when I caught up with him, the farmer was out there. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh. Yeah. So well, they were good ducks, but I had to pay for them. You know. Oh. So you you had to shell out cash for a duck right off the yeah, right off the yeah. bat. Well, the dog was looking at me like, "Hey, this is you know, why are you guys walking through the cornfields? They're all right here. Here's <laughs> one right here. He thought he was doing good. Yeah. That's, that's a, funny. How that's much a good did, dog. How much did that duck cost you? I'm just kind of curious what the going I price I, on I ducks. Think I gave him five bucks a piece for five, the ducks. Five oh, bucks, that's cheap. Know. That's real yeah, cheap. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they were tasty. Too. Yeah, you yeah. buy them in the store. They're a lot more expensive. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, yeah. yeah, but. Mark had to clean it himself. Yeah, Mark had to clean it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark. We're looking forward to the Three Charlies tournament. What's that date again? October 21st. October 21st. People got a lot of time to get their entries in. All right. Thanks a yeah. lot, Mark.
All right, guys. Have Take a care, buddy. Okay, bye now. Yeah, they should be get out at Smokies. They should be getting their uh, suckers in now. You know what's selling fast at Smokies Musky Bait and Tackle Shop? The Angry Dragon? The, well, no. I'm going to go pick one of those up because Comar never got me yeah. the one I'm supposed to get. There you go. Uh, no, we're, we're selling a lot of uh, uh, swimming j- swim jigs. We're selling a lot of the bass, oh, bass ch- stuff. chatter baits. We're selling a lot of bass stuff. I mean, they always sell a lot of panfish stuff there. Right. You know, a lot of mini mites and uh, bobbers, hooks, sinkers, things like that, and live bait. But s- some of that, uh, the bass stuff is is really going. We got to reorder it every week, you know. Speaking so. of mini mites, I talked to Randy up at Midwestern Shooter Supply yesterday. Yeah. Randy went to Minnesota and they he was panfishing, and all he used was mini mites. That's all you and need. And he caught. As many big panfish as yeah. he wanted, and he kept. He ended up keeping about thirty and filleting yeah. them up. So, yeah. and we were talking that you know in Minnesota, there's a ton of little lakes, oh, yeah. and there's a bunch of them that are good for panfish. And you really don't hear about people targeting panfish in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I mean it. It they're all about walleyes. walleyes. Yeah, they're all, all about, about walleyes, walleyes up there. Yeah. But I'll tell you, you know, Wisconsin has a lot of those little lakes where it's. Uh, a lot of these little lakes in Wisconsin have excellent fishing, and there are no outboards. Their outboards are not allowed. You can use electric motors, but no outboard engines on them, and uh, or you can row them, row them, or use electrics. And there are little lakes that are anywhere from like you know thirty, forty acres up to maybe a hundred acres or something like that. And these are some great little fishing lakes, and and they're dotted all throughout Wisconsin. As a matter of fact, that one that. Uh, the no-name bookie bought a place on. Now, that one allows outboard motors. It's only 80 acres, but it's full of bass, northerns, bluegills, and bullheads. <laughs> Those four. Hey. And, I mean, and it's full of them. And, and, and you know, there's a lot of these little lakes around the state that a lot of most what, people don't even know about. What do you know about Lake 5, Tom? Oh, yeah, I know. The one out by, uh, what, uh, what is it's, that? Uh, it's just, oh, uh, I, I know where it's on Highway Q. Teacher buddy of mine yeah, went Highway there Q. Friday night. He was going to go there, take a boat and a little yeah, electric a little, motor, they and they were going to go. Yeah, yeah. They said they got a rental, yeah. so yeah, he was going to yeah. take an electric motor there. Yeah. What do they got? Decent bass and stuff in there. I'm curious they, they how they did. They got bass in there. They got bluegills. They got some pike. Yeah, they got some crappies. Yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, yeah. And another little lake out in that way is uh, uh, Bark Lake, okay. uh, which is out in that same area. I mean, it's. Great little fishing lakes around. My one of my my brother-in-law, God rest his soul, uh, he uh, lived up in uh, up by Green Bay. I forget the name of the the little town, but it was up in that area. But there were so many little lakes up there that we would hop from little lake to little lake. You know, whenever we'd go up and visit them, and I could put my boat in that had an outboard on, but I had to raise it up. You know, because they said right. no, don't use it. You know, uh, one place wouldn't even let us go on the lake with the outboard on the back. They wouldn't they even didn't let trust, us go on. They figured you'd use it. Well, they didn't. They didn't want any uh, gas or oil or anything dripping. You know, well, they didn't the old, want to take old a motors chance. used to drip yeah, gas yeah. all the time. Remember? So yeah. So there were a few lakes that wouldn't even allow you on them like that. But uh, boy, you know, there was good fishing in a lot of those Is lakes. That, you like know, little lakes. Ocano area or anything? Uh, just no, north no. of Green Bay. Just south of Green Bay. Just south. I, I can't remember the names. There's some little. T- there's so many little towns up there. You Appleton. Know. No, not. <laughs> we got to go to a break, Bushy. That's it. We're going to a break. We'll be right back, folks, with more of the Michigan Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. We'll be right back.
Hey, welcome back, folks, to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors with Danny Bush and me, Tommy the True Newbauer. Oh, we are on 105.7 FM, The Fan, and 12.50 AM, Sports Radio. So you can catch us on either one. Hey, uh, you know, Greg, uh, Dove opening, uh, you know, shooting of Doves opened yesterday. And if people want to shoot Doves, well, you can't do it here. But, boy, this would be a great place to do it around the radio station. I was just outside for a few minutes. There's a whole bunch of Doves around here. (laughs) Probably because, well... I'm surprised there's that many doves. Have you seen the hawk that perches? Oh, yeah. There's a hawk that perches every now and then. Yeah. I was driving out of this place last uh, Thursday, Thursday afternoon, and I'm driving down Grange, Mm -hmm. and it's just perching on one of the uh, radio, the wires that come down. Yeah. And it was huge. Yeah. there's, There's a couple of hawks that hang out here. I don't know if it's a male and female or what, but- Oh, yeah, and they're picking off at those. I mean, and it's not just doves they'll pick off. They'll take it whatever kind of bird flies around them, you know. But And those things are fast, too. Mm-hmm. You know, years ago, you never seen, uh, I mean, liter- literally 20, 30 years ago, if you saw a red-tailed hawk or whatever, you go, oh, wow, look at a hawk. You know, you, Now you see them all over the place, mm-hmm. all over. The, you know, you go up and down 94, you're going to see a half a dozen of them, you know. So there's a lot of them. They have proliferate. Prol- there's a lot of them. <laughs> I won't There's, even try to say it. <laughs> if you want to do anything around here, the, our radio station has a bunch of wildlife around it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is. There is a lot of it. But you can't hunt around here, so don't want to do that. But anyway, and the doves, uh, you know, I was, <laughs> my uh, my son down in uh, Arizona, they, they went dove hunting last year and shot up a lot of shells and got very few doves. But he said the doves were all over the place, but I guess they were kind of hard to hit for him and his uh brother-in-law so but uh the, the problem with doves i mean th- they are good eating the only problem is they're the breast meat is very small you mm-hmm. know it's, it's pretty small so you need a bunch of them you know if you're gonna have a meal for no you know a few people anyway so uh any you know right now too with the cooling water temperatures i'm, I'm i can't wait until that water temperature gets down into the low 60s because man oh man that's for me that's when the pike and muskie start really turning on and when it gets down to that low 60s, and right now, believe it or not, you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of muskie anglers out there who put away their topwaters when the water gets a little cooler, and especially when it gets below 60. I'll tell you what, don't th- don't put away those topwaters. Don't put them away. They're still good. I mean, they, they work extremely well. And I've always thought that, you know, two basic lures when you're out muskie fishing is the topwater bait, whatever type you like, you know, topwater baits. And bucktails, those two. If you've got a couple of bucktails, a couple of topwaters, you're set to go. What I don't understand, and I was just reading an article about this, is that this guy, oh, Bushy's back. He'll, Bushy got to chime in on this, too. You got to hear this, Danny. All right. Okay, I was just reading an article recently. Pro- pro- proliferated, Tom. Thank you. That was the Pro- word you were looking proliferated. for. Proliferated. I was, I yes. was into they, John listening to they him. They proliferated. <laughs> sometimes you ever notice how sometimes you get a little tongue tied on a certain word. But anyway, I'm reading this article, and the guy's talking about musky fishing, and and he says, "Yeah, I, I I've got a hundred and fifty pound test line, two uh, hundred pound leader," and I'm thinking, "What are you after? Tuna, sharks, or what? I mean." 
Is there a reason people are using such heavy equipment like that? I mean, 150-pound test line, 200-pound liters. I mean, yeah, they sell that stuff over at Smokey's Musky Shop. I mean, I see it out there, but is that really necessary? I mean, for the muskies that we catch? No. <laughs> I mean, it's, no, I, not, I just, it just amazes me. Necessarily. Years, necessary. I mean, years ago, the heaviest line you'd be using would be like a 30-pound test maybe. As a matter of fact, I the Musky heaviest Master line, used to be like 18 27 and yeah, 36 pounds, right, the black three. musky master. Yep. And in, that was kind of like the standard. That was the nylon braided stuff, yeah. Which still is best for <laughs> tip-up fishing, I might add, yes, for pike. Yes. But, you know, it's like, I mean, I still, the, the, the max line I use right now is 25-pound test. I don't need anything heavier. I've I've never broken a line on a fish well, except for years ago when when uh, Strand came out with that crappy, uh, remember, uh, it was called Prime. It had the outer shell of monofilament, yeah. but an inner shell of polyester or something. I mean, that was terrible. I mean, that stuff. I did lose two fish on that crap, and I'd never use it again. But on straight uh, mono. Yeah, I'd, don't blame it on a line, Tom. Oh, Maybe I'm, you oh, had no. a nick in the line no. or your drag was too tight. No, I'm, blame, the line. I'm, okay. I'm blaming it on the you. line. I believe you. But anyway, but I've, always, but I've never, ever broken a line, 25-pound test. I've never broken line on a muskie. Well, see, here's the thing, though. Y- you don't like to use braid so it's not that i don't like to use it i mean i i will use you just it don't there's a couple of rods no there's two rods i have braid on okay there's two rods i have braid on but for my for my uh, uh suckers that are straight below the boat and they're only down maybe 10 15 yeah. feet or so yeah. I, I don't need braid for that i mean my god it's they're right there you know they're not that far away so i use the mono on that and 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 then i have a couple rods with mono i've got one with braid and then the other braided rod is the one that uh, is on a on a float behind the boat about 30, 40 feet. Right. You know, with a sucker under it. That one I use braid on. But I'm only using like 65-pound test braid. Okay. So, you know. see, I use a 100-pound test braid on my casting rods, but it's not because I want a 100-pound test. It's thinner. Right. Yeah. A 100-pound braid is 20-pound diameter right. compared to the mono right. and the... Uh, Dacron, right. so I I use it for the ease of use, and if mm-hmm. you get a backlash, it's easier to take it out, and yeah. it's not as thin, doesn't dig into the spool right. as much. So I use 100 for casting now, <coughs> you, and it just works fine. I can cast long, and, uh, and I say? use 50-pound braid, which is 12-pound diameter yeah. for trolling. Yeah. And I'll tell you another thing, Tom. <clears throat> I don't re-spool every year. Well, not with that stuff. You don't have to. I don't even reverse the spools every year. Mm-hmm. I cut off about maybe 10 feet yeah. and look at it, look for frays. That mm-hmm. stuff is like, it might fade in color. Mm-hmm. If it gets real faded, then I start thinking, okay, well, I'll put some new stuff on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got a 3,000-yard spool, a new mm-hmm. new pound of almost every line there is. But it's a tedious job to re-spool, and, and you re- it's really unnecessary. Now, with the mm-hmm. old mono... Mono, you have to, because mm-hmm. that it, it gets kind of nicks and stuff. And mm-hmm. and the, the old uh, Dacron, the, the old story with Dacron was if you stored it, put it away kind of wet, it could kind of rot and mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. get weak spots. Uh, and yeah. guys who stored it in the garage, that was not good. That heat 
will will hurt mono and the Dacron, the right. old Dacron. Yeah. They said keep it out of direct sunlight. Yep, it's not like yep. you want to put the rod in the back yep. window of your vehicle. Nope. You don't want to do that. Mm-mm. Remember the old big cars? They were big enough where mm-hmm. you, you'd have that big shelf by the back window. Yeah. You'd lay stuff back yeah. there. Yeah, and the guy to... could throw a small fishing rod back mm-hmm. there, but that's bad. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Because you'd be baking the line. Mm-hmm. Now, what did you say uh, that you said if you get a something that's easier to pick out? If you get a backlash, oh, oh, you call them backlashes. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Well, you know, I I the professional you know overrun, professional overruns. <laughs> yeah, just joking. But I you're, get one but a you're year. right. But you're right. You're right. If you have the the thinner uh, super braid, you get a backlash in that. That is a pain to get out. That that is that's Especially that's, that's a nightmare. I've, I've had to start. Well, I got it. first. I take my sunglasses off so I can see better, and then mm-hmm. if that doesn't work, I've got one of the one dollar. Uh, here, here's the advertisement for the uh, for the dollar, dollar store, dollar store <laughs> over there in Waukesha, yeah. uh, right by Pick and Save on Silver, and they, they'll go in there and they got the rack of all the. One one point two five. Oh one yeah, five, the glasses. One, yeah. Why would a guy ever go to an eye doctor to get cheater glasses for a buck? I know. And yeah. I and I got like three or four, all different powers. Mm-hmm. I don't even pay much attention. I just walk by and it's a buck, right? And yeah. I just grab another one. So I got one in the truck, one in the boat, one on the floor, one in the kitchen counter, yep, one them. in the bathroom by the by the john in case I want to do some quality reading when I'm sitting <laughs> in there some days. Yeah, and in so I have it in the. Boat, just in case, mm-hmm. especially if you're trying trying to tie a knot in the pouring rain in the night up or, in Door County in April, then I need to. Then, oh or God, you know, you tough. know, when I got to use my normally, I don't need a cheater for tying knots unless I'm tying four pound test onto a mini mite. Then I get out the cheater glasses because the the little hole on the jig of the mini mite is pretty small, and that four pound test is pretty small. Now, Tom, you <laughs> said they make a tool to punch out the paint on those. Yeah, yeah, called an eye buster. Where do you have eye busters oh, yeah. at Sherpers? Yeah, and so do Smokies. Yeah, I got to get an eye buster. Those at those are great. You got to have them because if you use jigs for anything, uh, they're they're you the eyes are usually painted shut, so you got to pop that. It's a and, pain, and most people will take. Just another hook from That's another jig, and and That's then d- dull that hook, you know. Try and so, punch it through yeah, the paint without exactly. putting a hole, uh, without a putting hole a hole in, in your my thumb. finger. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yep. Exactly. Hey, we got to go to a quick break. You got any questions or comments, folks? Seven nine nine twelve fifty is the phone number. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. The Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors coming to you from the Baitmate Fish Attractant Studios. We are presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Hope everybody's having a safe and blessed Labor Day weekend out there, uh, hunting, fishing, or just spending time with the family. It's the last hurrah before the fall is upon us and, uh, and winter. You know, Tom, summer's kind of 
my cousin pointed this out to me years ago. He said summer's kind. It's kind of like um, horse racing. You got the Kentucky Derby, the <laughs> Belmont, and the Preakness. Yeah, yeah. People divide their summers up into Memorial Day, Fourth of July, and Labor Day. Yeah. And after that, it's kind of yeah. It's kind of this is kind of the death knell of summer. Why do they do all the Harley stuff, Greg, during this Labor Day weekend? Do Harley drivers know. associate themselves with labor workers or something? I never understood all the Harley activity on Labor Day. Uh, I don't think it has anything to do with the holiday itself. Yeah. What it has to do with is they like to ride, they like to party, and it is kind of like the last hurrah. For summer. So this is like the last horse race of the year, like I was it's talking a, about. This a, is the Preakness. And whatever. the weather's also um, near, nearly it's, ideal it's colder, for riding. Yeah, it's colder this year, but normally right around this time you got low 80s. So when you're riding, it feels like it's perfect 70-degree temperature that right, you're just riding right. through. So I, I can see. Yeah. It's the last hurrah for the summer before... Pretty much before the summer's over, and maybe and they last ride. Maybe some of them are taking their bikes in to get them winterized next yep. next week, and yep, put away, and they pull out the truck for the winter. Mm-hmm. Ah, sad, sad, sad. So yeah, winters. Well, the good thing about fall though is hunting is upon us. You'll have your goose hot sticks coming hopefully soon. There, Greg. Uh, deer hunting of deer uh, bow hunting, I believe, starts September sixteenth. Uh, mm-hmm. which will also be the fall turkey and also my favorite, the squirrel hunting. Uh, bungee rabbit hunting starts south of Highway 60. I don't know if it's Highway 64 or Highway 10 that they use now. You got to look at the DNR regulations. Yeah, they used to use Highway 10, right? Yeah, didn't cut, they? Yeah, yeah, I thought it used to be 10. Yeah, I think so. Because that's what they 10. use for the muskie. Maybe I'm thinking oh, Highway bass. 64 used to be for the grouse. They used to, I don't know, they have different. Different things, but pick up the regulations. Uh, make sure that when you are out hunting, that you have either either the paper copy of the license that they print, which nobody carries because it gets tore up. Bring your driver's license with, or I would suggest spend the three bucks, break open your piggy bank, and get the Go Wild card. I have my Go Wild card, Tom, in my truck. Yeah. At all times. So if I'm ever going anywhere hunting or fishing, uh, I could just grab it, put it in my pocket when I get out of the truck, and I've got all the licenses that I need. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so today I will be going to buy my uh, turkey, um, uh, early goose. Now, if you are doing the early goose, you got to be aware you can't just go buy a goose license. I think there's three things you got to get. Um, you got to get your. Goose license, you got. I think you get. You got to get a fed federal stamp, and then there's something. I think the HIP HIP, well, something like that. HIPAA there's like three a, things. It's a survey. HIP. That's a HIPAA survey. Yeah, or something you, like you, that. So you gotta. It, but yeah, and you need your small game license. Well, yeah, small game yeah, license. You gotta too, have so that. I gotta buy yeah. that. God dang yeah. it! I gotta shell out some money today. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, you you play, you pay. So you gotta get ready. So. Fortunately, I have enough shells left over from uh, from last year. So I, uh, and you know, Tom, there are some expensive waterfowl loads on the market. Oh I yeah, mean, oh, I mean, there's expensive. You get some real good ones. Yeah. I mean, there's some that uh, that 
that are really deadly. But, you know, I don't feel the need to spend $25 for five shells or whatever. It's not that yeah, bad. No. There are some turkey loads that are, like, like that expensive. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, you really don't need those real. I don't think you really need the real yeah, expensive right. ones. But it's nice to get good ones that got enough powder and the right size BBs. And, of course, the steel BB, you know, steel shot costs more than lead shot. Right. You know, so. Well, yeah. the key is, I guess, with with whatever load you get, cheap or expensive, they say you got to pattern your shotgun and make sure that yeah. it's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got to do It that. shoots good in your firearm. Yeah. You got Smokey's on the bay? We do. Who's uh, Who do you got on the Tilky. line? Tilky. Tilky. Oh, All right. Tilky, man. We lucked out. Good, good hey, morning, great Tilky. Great to talk to you, buddy. You're talking How are you guys to, doing? Yeah, we're, we're doing fine. We're, we're doing good. We haven't talked to you in a long time, and we're sitting here. We're doing the show, and I said, hey, maybe we ought to call uh, Smokey's on the bay and find out what's happening. So, uh, well, we're, we're finally on the bay. We're at our new uh, location. Oh, that's right. Where, now, tell, tell our listeners where, where you moved to now. Well, well, I'm 111 Bay Beach Road, right across from Metro Launch. I'm looking out my windows right now, looking at the mouth of the river in the, uh, the Bay of Green Bay. It's an unbelievable so, sight. So you're right by the launch there at oh, the man, mouth, right? Oh, man, that's awesome. Exactly. Oh, th- that's... So you take a left to go to Metro, and you take the right to come into Smokies. That's, that's, what a great location. Oh. Yeah, it's, been, it's been just great so far. Oh, yep. you guys will rock there. That's, it's I, been crazy. I want to come up there and get a job. Yeah, Tom <laughs> needs a job. I don't think you want to hire him, though. He's not exactly the best I, employee. I, I could be a, I could be like one of those Walmart guys. I could sit out in the front of your store having sure. a smoke Just and come up inviting with a, people to well, come you in. You need a grumpy greeter. <laughs> no, get the grumpy well, greeter. We, we, we need somebody to uh, do our shovel service because we're shuttling people from the launch to our bar and everything else. It's pretty cool down here. Wow. You got yeah, a bar? Yeah. We got a bar and restaurant, Louis Lagoon. So we offer a full service bar, you know, bar food, hamburgers, and stuff like that. So yeah. guys can come off the water and and oh, if they park. They park their boats here. We got a six passenger uh, golf cart, take them back and forth. So it's working out pretty good. So you need a golf cart driver, is what you're saying? And Tom's well, yeah, a prime yeah, guy. Yeah. I, you know, give me a little we uniform. Use all the help hey, we get. Is, is that uh, golf cart heated? Yeah. Can he smoke? Nice. <laughs> can you have a smoke on the golf cart? Yeah, you can smoke oh, on there. That's no funny. Hey, tell us what the fishing's like up there. It's it's been uh, incredible right now. Just yeah. incredible. The West Shore is on fire. Uh, they're catching some big, big muskies. Big yeah. muskies. Yeah, the biggest one I know of so far is 57 inches. Uh, wow. Uh, guys are popping 52s, 53s, 54s. Are they trolling? Incredible. They're trolling and casting. Both. And, and it, it seems that there, more guys are starting to, to uh, do the trolling bite right now than casting. Okay. And uh, they're having really good luck. Really good luck. Are there uh, walleyes and uh, muskies in the river down by you? Uh, they're, they're, well, the muskies, you know, it's too early for the muskies yeah. to come in the river yet. A little Those too bait early. Fish are, uh, bait fish are out there, so well, that won't start happening probably till the end of September. Okay. You know, once the gizzard chads start moving in. But right now, the bite is, is really, really good. Are they doing yeah. well on the walleyes on the bay right now, yeah. too? Walleyes are really good in the mud flats off of Gano's, using bottom bouncers and stuff like that, and they're catching a lot of stuff on cranks. And I suppose smallies are always good. Smallies are always good. Yeah. Yep. Wow. And, and, and the perch bite is, is, is really taken off, too. It is. What, what size, basically, are they catching on those? On those perch? Yeah. You know, your average size, I'd say, you know, 
uh, 10 to 12 inches. They're yeah. really nice jumbos. Now, are they using the minnows from you, or are they using yeah. plastics? No, they're using minnows. Yep, yeah. little, you know, the little crappie minnows we call them, or perch minnows, yeah. you know? Yeah, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. up by you, you call them perch minnows. Down here, they're called crappie minnows. Crappie minnows, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that sounds like everything's going well, and congratulations oh. on that oh. new digs. Man, that's oh. that's awesome. Yeah, you guys got to get up here and see this place. Yeah, we got to get up there, Danny. We got to check it's, that place out. Well, it's it's like no other. I should uh, I should try and get up. I will get up there and try and do some fishing this fall. Um, oh, great! Sounds like it's it sounds like it's just starting to kick in. It should be good for a while. So, oh, it, it's going to be. You know what happens later on in the year, though. You got to always think about that. Our winds pick up. Yeah. And so that west shore, we get hammered with the weeds. So if it's blowing out of the north. We got all that stuff coming down to us, you know. Okay. So, so you got to watch the winds, and you got to be careful out there. That's the main thing, you know. I had a guy out there trying to go leave Metro Launch to go to Slamico the other day in a twelve-foot boat. And I'm oh like, no! Y- y- you got to be kidding me! Yeah. Right. Oh, that that guy was just asking for it. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know. That's you know, crazy. Smaller boats, it's okay if you go if you go on the west shore, you mm-hmm. know, so you don't have that far to travel. But if you got to go 10, 12 miles to get to location. It's not worth it. No. Now, as far as launches there, Tilki, you can launch at the mouth. I've launched over at the Swamico River. Do people yeah. can can they launch right at that Gano's Resort too? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. Gano's it's it's a private launch, but it costs the same as as the public. It's five bucks. Okay, so that's yeah. that's not bad. And then do and, some and, and that's that's a good area to go if you got a smaller craft and with, with the winds and stuff because you're not you're you're maybe. A quarter mile at the most offshore, how, and so it's easier to get back in if the weather picks up. How far north are they chasing the muskies on that west shore? Do they go all the way up to Ocano, or they're going Ocano, Pestigo, uh, Marinette? They're they're all over the place. So they are. Oh uh, uh, yeah, but see, as it gets colder and the weather, you know, and the season starts getting you know colder, and and, um, and later on in September, those muskies are following those gizzard shad down. And that's, what, that's why that whole lower bay where there's no structure, like on University Bay and stuff like that, Yep. those, those gizzard shad go in there, and the, the muskies go crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's when they get more concentrated down there. Yeah, so. yeah okay. exactly. So it's, it's happening right now. It's, it's going to probably get better. Okay. You know? Just, just want to let people know you have a new phone number, and it oh, is yeah. 920-593-1749. That's 920 920- Five nine three seventeen forty nine. The new phone number for Smokies on the Bay. Are, are you going to be open on Labor Day on Monday? I don't think so. Don't I think need so? a day off. Okay, good for you. <laughs> hey. I need I need one day off. Oh, you know. Thanks for talking to us, Tilky. We do well, appreciate it, it. And you guys, I appreciate you guys calling, and good luck, and I hope to see you guys soon. You, All right, you buddy. Got it. Take All care, right. man. Talk to you later. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. That was uh, Tilkey at Smokey's on the Bay, where you can get everything for fishing the Bay of Green Bay or anywhere in the state of Wisconsin. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. It's the final countdown. The final countdown. So where did Bushy go? <laughs> oh, he probably took that stuff out to his truck, eh? Probably. Hey, welcome back, folks. Uh, Danny Bush, Tommy the True Noob Hour, Greg Janik on the boards. 
Yeah, we're here every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m., and this is the final segment of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Questions or comments, 799-1250. You know, we were talking about a lot of different things on the show today, uh, different fishing and hunting aspects. But I'll tell you, uh, I got my new uh, issue of uh, Badger Sportsman magazine. I just got to tell you real quick, the stories that they have in here kind of like go through all kinds of stuff. Uh, food plots, spinning glows for walleyes, uh, for you know, bird hunting, fall muskies, uh, fishing riprap for bass, uh, first aid tactics, uh, walleye information, uh, Danny's six-gun black bear, scouting reports throughout Wisconsin. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff in here that, oh, there's crossbow, uh, there's an article on crossbows uh, following the fall migrations by our friend Larry Smith from Larry Smith Outdoors. Big Kings Offshore. Like I said, there there's hunting and fishing. It runs the whole gamut of outdoor recreation. But, you know, the one thing, and I'm not going to say any of these on the air, but the one thing, Danny, that you and I love the most is that last section in the Badger Sportsman when they tell basically they're kind of they're jokes. They're also weird signs. Here. There's weird signs that are seen. Of things happening around Tom, Tom, our state. What, I sent them this one. Right here. I'm going to oh, read really? it. Oh, really? Yep. Here I sent them this one. Oh, oh you did? Yep. I sent, I've been forwarding some stuff. I get funny stuff from my buddies, my hunting yeah, and fishing yeah, buddies yeah. all the okay. time. So I've been forwarding, Why don't you read it, been forwarding them to Chris. Yeah. It says, will I live to 80? I recently had to choose a new primary care doctor. After two visits and exhaustive lab tests, she said I was doing fairly well for my age. I, I am almost 70. A little concerned about that comment, I couldn't resist as, resist asking her, do you think I'll live to be 80? She asked, do you smoke tobacco or drink beer, wine or hard liquor? Oh, no, I replied, I'm not doing drugs either. Then she asked, do you, do you eat venison steaks and barbecued bear ribs? I said, not much. My former doctor said that all red meat is very unhealthy. Do you spend a lot of time in the sun, like playing golf, fishing, canoeing, hiking, or kayaking? No, I don't, I said. She asked, do you gamble, drive fast, cars, or have any vices whatsoever? No, I said. She looked at me and said, then why do you even give a damn? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, in the back of the magazine, they always have funny stories like that, you know, kind of jokes or whatever. And then they got the thing. Do you see that one with the hanger? Now, Greg, look at this. Now, you know, you go to a place that you have dry cleaning done or whatever, and they've got a hanger, usually with some paper around the hanger, you know, with their logo on it or something. Do you find anything unusual about that that clothes hanger? Um, <laughs> I don't know why And it's you... a real picture of a real hanger from a real Wisconsin cleaning uh, uh, clothes cleaning store. Yeah, um... If you don't know not to swallow a hanger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it says, what does it say? Caution, do not swallow. <laughs> and it looks like it has a picture of a baby with a hanger in its stomach. Or in its throat, actually, sticking out its throat. No, it's in its oh, stomach. It's, and is it in the stomach? Yeah, it's in the stomach. Let me see. No, nah, that's the throat. What? Show that's the throat what? area. Right there. And it says... That's the stomach. Give me that No, it's not. It's the throat. It's showing the whole body, and it's right under the head. 
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. okay that's the uh, arms. Yeah. That's the arms. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was oh, the, the okay. I thought those were the arms that's and then right. that was the stomach. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah, it's the hanger yeah, sticking <laughs> out of I mean, like it's, it's swallowed in the throat and it's sticking out like, you know. I mean, who who would put on, you know, it's kind of like I saw one time on a lawnmower. They had a picture one time. I think it was in this magazine. And that in the, on the lawnmower on the side it had a person holding the lawnmower up, doing a hedge, oh, holding, yeah. and with a picture with the slash saying no. And it said, uh, not for use for trimming hedges or whatever, something like that. Who that, would be picking up their oh, lawnmower you would be doing that? shocked. Who would be? And, I, that doesn't surprise me at all. Caution. With a clothes hanger. Caution. Do not swallow. <laughs> that, no kidding. You know what? That... It's, that lawnmower is actually a pretty good idea. I think I'm gonna go home and do that later. <laughs> you know, I got you know you know what a, a, a grass trimmer is, right? Oh yeah, the thing that that yeah, piece, the, of, sh- the piece of plastic that spins around real fast. I've uh, kind of knocked off uh, sticking out branches on the hedges with that. Lift that up, <laughs> knocked off a few. It's not well, made they, for that, but it actually works. They so. have it where it used to be the, the the hard like plastic rope, and now it's like actually. Hard plastic. Yeah, it's just a hard plastic. It's like a heavy, heavy, heavy fishing line, you know. Yeah. Well, no, but yeah. now they actually have plastic, like notches. Oh yeah, yeah, notches. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So it's kind of funny that the things that you see, but in Badger Sports and Magazine, you they they bring out this stuff. They see you know this what, stuff though? from around they the got, they they the probably state. you know why they probably have to put that on there because somebody probably did sue them for that for trying to. Swallow a hand. Probably. Oh, oh. That's probably why they had to put it on there. Because uh, what other need would you have to do that? I know. That's why Unless the, they were just trying to make a joke. The lawnmower people, the people that make the lawnmowers, they probably, Black and Decker, whoever yeah. it may be, they pro- somebody probably tried that, cut their hand off, and they got sued for it. <laughs> well, and they, that's why they have to put that on there. Didn't they used to have like a pic- little picture of a bare foot on the lawn- lawnmower and a little cross line through there, meaning don't mow the grass with bare feet? Yeah. Or don't stick your hands in inside the, of it. When snow, it or the in snow the snowblower, don't put if your it hands gets jammed, don't. Don't. <laughs> You know, common sense is lacking, I guess. Well, it's kind of like what we said in the beginning of the show, the dumbing down of America. Yeah, Some people do dumb things. You know? Not us, boy. <laughs> oh, no, not us. <laughs> not not us, taking a We've never done anything stupid. Not take, no, not me. Hey, not taking a three-and-a-half-hour drive that should only take two hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, well... <laughs> Happens to the best of It's us. not the destination, it's the route that takes you there. That's right. It's the ride. Enjoy the ride. Yeah, and I enjoyed this ride. And that's all I got right now, my friends. Me too. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors coming to you from the Baitmate Fish Attracting Studios. We've been presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Happy Labor Day, my friends. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.